good evening. Welcome to Everything F1's live vodcast slash podcast, wherever you are listening to us from. Uh, my name is James Tiller. I'm going to be hosting this evening with, with for you, for you today. Uh, we've got with me today, to my left, we've got Sponge. Say hi, Sponge. Hello, everybody. Uh, down below me is Coops. Hi, Coops. Hello. And Gary's in the other opposite corner to me as well. Hi, Gary. Hi, guys. How you doing? Brilliant. Uh, we're here today to talk to you about the upcoming Bahrain Grand Prix uh, on the inner track to, uh, for this weekend. So, first of all, let's just have a, a brief kind of hello and how, how things going. What have you been up to this week, uh, Coops? I, I hear you've been reading a lot about Ferrari. Right. Yes, there's a wee project that should be coming out soon. So, doing a wee, just don't want to say too much yet because it's still happening, still getting yeah. worked on. But uh, Top secret. But sounds, sounds so, like it's, it's totally secret, but it's getting there slowly but surely. And then, other than that, spent a few days with the new PlayStation Five toy, oh. and then I'm back at work today. So. Lucky you! And does it play well? Is it quick? It does. It is very quick. Seven seconds, I think, was the quickest to get from the load screen straight into the game. So, Wowzers. so pretty decent. But uh, a couple of usual. New console issues where it just randomly decided to switch off, but I think Sony should get that sorted <laughs> soon enough. But. Ah, well, it's a good review if, if there is any needed uh, for our F1 PlayStation fans out there, if you've, if you've got one. Sponge, obviously, is a computer master race person, so probably snickering at the measly £600 that it cost you for, this, for, the, for the console. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the case, because he has the last laugh this time. Yeah. <laughs> I bought my new graphics card last week, and then at the end of last week, my steering wheel went pop, so oh. that's currently on its way back to France to get repaired. Ah, so, so no, a set no racing for, for me. No. Uh, so, what have you been up to, though, Sponge? Have you been up to anything interesting? No, nothing. Oh. Crying because I haven't got a steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, no, you've I bought been... a... Oh, sorry, oh. carry on. I was just going to say, I bought a projector a few weeks ago, just been watching films on that, and that's nice. it. Very nice. It'd be good for watching the uh, Formula One on, too. Yeah, you... hoping so. Yeah. So, Gary, you've been working a lot, I hear. Any, anything interesting in your life? Um, yeah, uh, working from home, um, sort of stuck indoors. But I've been I've been look, looking a lot at um, a lot of, um, you know, the Formula One media out there have been putting out sort of review retro things um you know a lot to do with hamilton but um a lot of car stuff as well so i've been youtubing quite a lot watching that yeah it's a good you can waste hours and hours and hours on end without actually kind of watching the specific thing you went to youtube for it's you get lost yeah in like yeah, a youtube hole <laughs> i do it constantly absolutely all the time so that's that's great that's a kind of a brief introduction to you all uh, as you can see by three of our faces here we are currently partaking in Movember, so we've got three very sexy moustaches. Uh, questionable you speak for moustaches. yourself, mate. <laughs> um, There's nothing sexy about this. <laughs> but it, it's all for a great cause. It's for all male cancers, so prostate cancers, testicular cancers, all those sorts of things. So if you do have a couple of quid spare, forget your coffee tomorrow at your favourite coffee shop. Not that you can go out there at the moment anyway. So it, all the more reason to whack it in on, on the Just Giving page uh, and we'll by always post a link to that uh, in the comments and again on the page at various points. But please donate just a couple of quid uh, and it goes a long way for the great charity of Movember. So let's, uh, let, let's talk about Bahrain then. Who's excited for this inner track uh, race at Bahrain? Coops? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just 
it just uh, it's never been a track like we touched on it last week it's never been a track that really does have really exciting races i mean last last year was okay but I think I looked at a couple of articles, actually. I said, how many of them have been, a, you know, thrilling, a thrillers? And it's been going since, what, 2004. Um, and so we've had like 16 races. And of those 16 races, there have been five decent races uh, that, that, that several, that several uh, news outlets reported as being decent races. Um, so the rest of them have been pretty meh. And it has... It has been a bit flat from time to time. I remember 2010 particularly was quite a boring race. Um, I don't know why, but uh, but yeah, it was. Never mind, Dave. Eh? I've just gone dark. Don't worry. The, uh, the, the for some reason my power's gone off. But carry on talking. Um, was, the, was the 2010 the one where Alonso got in the lead and it, it just stayed there? Is that the is that the one? Yeah, I think so. It must have been. Yeah, yeah, it, it was been. a little bit flat. Um, but then it's just a it's a stereotypical Tilka track, so what do you expect? Yeah. But hey, it's a Formula One race. Yeah, we like the Formula One <laughs> factor, and and it may be one of the good ones. You never know. Fingers crossed. Well, we've got the midfield battle to keep us entertained. That's always going to keep us going. So <sighs> yeah, which has helped when the races have got a wee bit processional up the front. That's usually helped to keep things going. So. Yeah. How, how about you, Sponge? Are you a fan of the uh, the Bahrain track? No, not really. It is a bit til. It's like Coops has said. It's a bit of a tilker track at the end of the day. It's of of all of the decent races that we've had there. How many laps have made up a decent race there? Yeah, it's a good point. Um, you could probably actually of of the exciting laps over the last ten years at Bahrain. You could probably it would probably make up less than a race length, if that makes sense, at another track. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not can... a fan, but we'll see. I mean, at the end of the day, you've got the added thing of the fact that both um, both championships are now wrapped up as well. Yeah. Uh, it never bodes well for an exciting race, does it, when you, you've got nothing to race for, so... I don't know. Does that does that not throw kind of will teams not throw caution to the wind? Well, we can't win it, but we can kind of put on a good show. Will Mercedes maybe try something a bit different? Uh, will we'll Hamilton go slow? <laughs> yeah, just you know, just mix it up a bit. Let's start from the back. Why, why, why not? I think they're going to tone down the engines next week. The weekend after is going to be the test of the engines. So I think a lot of teams are going to read that. In. Absolutely. Uh, you know, with the scoreboard. I mean, it's 87 laps for the weekend after, and it's a lot of power, heavy braking. I think there'll be a... I don't think it's going to be a particularly fast race. No. Uh, I think Verstappen's going to go for it, because he needs more than one. Has he had a win this year? Yeah, Verstappen. he's had one. One, one win, win, yeah. You yeah. know, he's, he's... He's not... Stroll has actually led more laps than him and had more pole positions than him this year. So, uh, <laughs> you know, if he Great. found out that stat, he's... Uh, He's not happy. So, and of course, Joe won't be very happy at that stat either, because Joe's a massive uh, McLaren fan. Uh, sorry, a Max Verstappen fan. Uh, don't get them too. No, I can't get it. I don't know why I got them mixed up. Sorry, I, I didn't. <laughs> well, well, to be fair, Joe is Joe McLaren. Yeah, that, so, I think that's so. what threw me. She's yeah. in the comments anyway. So hi, Joe. Uh, thanks for um, manning the comments and, and sharing the just giving link. That's uh, good of you to do. Um, so yeah. I, 
yeah, hope you, I was speaking to uh, Gary just before we came on. What what are your thoughts on on Max uh, and, and this this weekend's race? You you said he's going to have a, a good week, didn't you? Yeah, I think uh, Red Red Bull did a lot of upgrades to the last race, and we didn't really see the true um, pace of the Red Bull. Um, mm -hmm. With uh, he he had apparently had some issues with the front wing um, during the race, which sort of curtailed his uh, charge because he was quite quick at the start, and obviously he was quick all the way through practice so yeah. i think max will probably get pole that's mm -hmm. my kind of prediction uh whether he wins the race i don't know but i think he'll definitely be in the top two and he'll probably get the pole um yes yeah. that's, that's i think he's gonna have a strong week strong weekend well he should do he'll start with a strong weekend and then he'll burn it it's a winning formula for him uh <laughs> or not as the case may be what what are you what are you saying? Sorry, uh, uh, Coop, say again. Sorry, uh, it's just what he does. He gets himself too pissed off. Yeah, that's his biggest flaw. He'll not win a championship, like we said last week, until he's turning. Looks at the bigger picture. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I agree completely. Uh, what are your opinions on uh, on the possibility of Max doing well, Sponge? Do you, do you think that's a a, a a big possibility for the weekend? Yeah, I, th I think so. It's like like's already been mentioned. Merck are probably going to start turning their engine down now, mm -hmm. um, saving it up for the good old donut on the last last race. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they've been there or thereabouts, haven't they? Yeah. You know, Max hasn't been able to put a race together yet, but. Kind of like averaging it out over the weekend, they've been there or thereabouts. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit disappointing that they haven't been able to um, kind of capitalise on where they've been, if that makes sense. Because yeah, last season it was very much a case of if anybody slipped up, Red Bull were like they were there. Yeah. Straight away they would just like swoop in. They would they would have it, and um, they haven't they haven't really managed that that level. Like I say, they've been there or thereabouts, but they've never actually really got over the line. So, mm -hmm. yeah, they think... always they always threaten, don't they? They always come out. Yeah. And think they're going. This is the year where they're going to be right close, and then the first race, they're 15 seconds behind, and the you know, Albon's crashing with the second safety car at the start or some shit. You're just like, oh, here we go again. Uh, it's always that. Yeah, let's Red Bull are going to take it to McLaren. No, they're not. Nope. It's like Scottish football. It's like. Oh, Aberdeen are going to take it to the old firm. No, oh, no, they're not. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> well, let's just say some hellos, actually, first. Uh, we've got a couple of people uh, watching live. It's nice to see you all. Hi, Steve uh, Johnson. Thanks for joining us this evening. Uh, we've also got uh, Leon uh, Salinas. So, hi, Leon. Thanks for coming along. Uh, by all means, get any questions that you might have about the coming race. Or, there's there's and, a Joe... There's and, a Joe Mc, Mc, Laren? Yeah. We know Joe's there. We've mentioned oh, her already. Oh, sorry, is that Joe? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, get your questions in, everyone. We'll we'll try and visit as many of them as possible. Uh, it could be about the race. It could be about any of the news articles that you've seen. Formula One related questions. Any Formula One related questions, <laughs> or how does Jamie grow his beard so lusciously and ginger? It's bathing in the soles of my victims and iron brew. <laughs> So let's get back to the the, the race. He's not preview. joking. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. No, I would say haggis, but I'm vegetarian, so that's not allowed. We, 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 I like the the haggis roam. There's it's bound the, to be a corn version. Probably <laughs> the the real haggises. I mean, the haggises they're out, they're they're hibernating now. The yeah. real haggis, so, you know, the wild haggis over the hill. Yeah. 
So let's get back to the the preview of, of Bahrain anyway. Uh, so the track itself is called the Bahrain International Circuit. The length is 5.412 kilometres. The whole race distance is 308.238 kilometres. Uh, and the number of laps we're having is 57. The current lap record, believe it or not, was by Pedro de la Rosa in 2005, which is 1 minute 31 seconds, 0.44 milliseconds, 447 milliseconds. The first Grand Prix was in 2004, so we've had 16 years there as of this weekend, uh, and probably around about six classics and ten not-so-classic races. So, uh, does anyone want to talk about the schedule for this weekend? Uh, do, do you want to uh, list through the schedule to, for the weekend, Coops? What schedule? Sorry. <laughs> sorry, the schedule of the practices and the times that people might want to join. Yeah, in. I haven't got it in front of me. Oh, okay, sorry. This I'll, I'll go through there. I just wanted to right. a break from my voice, but uh, it's all right if you haven't got it in front of you. Uh, so Friday, free practice one will be at eleven a.m. till twelve thirty p.m. This is UK time. Uh, please note, uh, free practice two is three p.m. till four thirty p.m. For, uh, free practice three Saturday, eleven a.m. till twelve p.m. And then qualify. Uh, that was, sorry, that was free practice three. Qualifying on Saturdays, 2 p.m. till 3 p.m. And a race on Sunday is two, 10 past two in the afternoon. So set your alarms now. Get them uh, ready for the weekend for a, 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 a hopefully what will be one of the classics uh, of the last 16 years. So so what, what what's everyone's thoughts on Bahrain being held so much later in the season? Do you think it will change the, how the race uh, proceeds? Uh, Gary, we'll go to, we'll go to you first. Sorry, Gary. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think um, necessarily the uh, the, time, the 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 change in time during the season will, will make a difference. I think I think more the difference will be they've gone one set softer um, on the tire compounds. Um, so I think that might help Mercedes maybe. Um, mm -hmm. As if they yeah, need more think, help. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> as if they need more help. Um, but we've seen when we've had Bahrain at the start of the season, and then we've had Abu Dhabi at the end of the season. They're all pretty much the same kind of you know like for like temperatures that kind of thing um you, you, I, I don't think the the, the the that will change it i think it'll be more the tires right okay there, there is threat of rain uh i, I know we shouldn't use that word because that that's a dirty word because it jinxes it and it never turns up when we mention it <laughs> but there was a threat of rain in Bahrain, so that's uh surprising <laughs> if it happens it, it'll be great if it doesn't then it'll be more of the same i think but, it'll rain you, five did... minutes after the end of the grand prix <laughs> did that did that happen in um, Abu Dhabi? Was it last year or the year before? There was rain, wasn't there, at, in, just before a session, and then it literally dried out straight away. I can't remember what year it was. Um, I remember seeing it on on, on the schedules. Um, it literally rained af just after or just before one of the uh, the sessions um, yeah. in Abu Dhabi, which is really strange because you think rain in the deserts. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do you think uh, it'll affect the weekend uh, sponge? Have you got any I hope so. any, any mystic mystic balls today uh, to see mystic to see what's balls. Going on? Yeah. Is that that moustache that's making that? <laughs> like yeah. this, like a mystic ball. Look. Mm. <laughs> what is that? Is that like a is that like a moon globe or something? Yeah, yeah. I just uh, it's just yeah. You should really it, go to the doctor and get that checked out. <laughs> <laughs> It's just one, and it's very white and pale. <laughs> it needs some sun. So yeah, sorry, Sponge. We, we I, I asked you a question, and completely interrupted. I don't, I don't quite know how to follow that. If I'm completely <laughs> honest with you, just tell us about your mystic balls. I mean, tell us about your predictions for the weekend. Sorry, <laughs> I hope it rains. I really do, because I think 
with it being over there, you've got you've got the whole desert, the sand, the I mean we always have like a quite a um dusty circuit over there. Mm. But it's always dusty because it's sandy and you know, that 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 usually throws up some uh curveballs, but imagine it being damp and wet with sand. Mm. I, I don't even know. Has anybody ever experienced that before? <laughs> Formula One? No, I don't think it's probably ever happened. So, yeah, I think, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like we said before, the both championships are done. And historically, Lewis doesn't tend to do very well once he's got everything wrapped up. No motivation. Um, but I think it was only the last year or two that he won a race after he got the championship. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. Um, so, he, he did say at the at the end of the last race, though, that he's going to try and and put that so that doesn't happen again. I, I remember it, he did make a comment at the end of the, the last race yeah. saying that he didn't want that to happen again. So we'll see. Was it was then, the last year that he won a race after? Was that like the first year? It's only think, been the last one or two years that he actually yeah. won a race after he got his championship. Yeah, so I think it'll be interesting. I just, I just hope there's something that does throw a bit of a curveball in, rather than the old, the old nothing to drive for, nothing to race for. Yeah, you I think watching that... it, it's like watching the World Cup match when both teams are qualified. Yes, and you know you're just oh, what, 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 and they just pass exactly. the ball about. It's like a group yep. of twenty. It's a group of twenty-two mates kicking a ball around the field. You know. But what yep. what we do have to remember though is we, what we have got is third place in the constructors to fight for. Um, so the, if we don't get the front, you know, the top step and the bottom step, uh, you know, f- fought for very closely, uh, positions beyond that could be quite interesting and exciting to watch because we've got the likes of Renault that will really want to take that third place back, uh, McLaren that will want to get that one step up and, and, and Racing Point who want who want to keep hold of it. Um, so I think, you know, it, there's this possibility for there to be some great action down the field um and especially as a, a mclaren fan i'd like to see uh, a strong performance from the, the two uh, to the, the two lads in papaya I mean, what are your thoughts on that coops oh yeah it's going to be an interesting midfield battle uh, there's no Benotto again he's not traveled i don't think he's going to be with the team for the rest of the season i don't think he's going to be with the team next season and then the first race that he wasn't there, they got third and fourth. So, yeah. So that that's uh, that'll be good. And then, you know, Renault need to come back. They had an awful weekend last weekend. So I think they got one point. So yeah. Uh, so Renault need to do something. Uh, but yeah, it's it seems to be it's fallen in favour of Racing Point. You know, behind after Hamilton. Uh, the only other person that's scored points behind after Hamilton in every race is Sergio Perez, except for two races he missed. So there's a. It seems that Racing Point are in the driving seat. You know, with McLaren, have kind of just been generally missed for consistency. So it's definitely going to be interesting. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts on that, uh, Sponge? Are you, are you looking forward to the mid look forward looking forward to the midfield battle? Uh, that's oh. a tongue twister and a half. Oh, that was. Uh, did that moustache <laughs> way down the tongue? Was that what it was? I, I think that's probably. 
that's probably going to be the race worth watching more than the, the front battle, to be honest with you. Absolutely. Um, what I would like is if things were kind of um, mixed up that much that the midfield battle became the battle for the win this, this weekend, which I don't think would be um, too far-fetched. Um, what do you mean? Mercedes just go, you know what, lads? We'll, we'll just fight ourselves around the back. We'll let you have the top step there and uh, just, you know, start from the start from the back or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Mercedes turn down as much as that as we think they probably will. Yeah. You, you don't know. You, you don't know. I mean, pff, Ferrari might be in, ch- in in chance with a you know a, a good points haul. Mm-hmm. I, I, I suppose the more the more everybody's backed up, the more the more you're going to have a challenge. I don't know. I, I just, I, I, I hope something happens that brings everybody together this weekend. The closer that you have everybody, the better it is. Um, so yeah, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. I, we're hoping for that. That's the, that's the battle that's kind of kept us entertained all season, really the midfield battle. It's been, obviously yep. it's been one of those seasons where, you know, you, you, you see the usual suspects on the top middle and bottom step uh, and the midfield battles have been the ones we've been talking about on the Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday following the race. Uh, your thoughts on that, Gary? Yeah, um, definitely agree. I think um, Racing Point are in the, the pound seats uh, with regards to the midfield um, pack. I mean, we saw a strong Ferrari, but I think that was probably race set up in um, Istanbul. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they weren't brilliant in qualifying, so it kind of lends itself towards that. Uh, McLaren, like you say, Mr. Consistency, um, not got the, I think they've got the true pace of, of racing point. Um, mm. Maybe not Renault, um, but they, but they're definitely consistent and their drivers are really good. Um, yeah. I mean, Alex has still got oh, a, McLaren uh, or Renault, did you say? Uh, McLaren. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say both drivers at Renault were really good. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, McLaren, McLaren. Um, and uh, I think Alex has got a point to prove still. Um, yeah. You know, he's still fighting for a seat, supposedly. Um, so, you know, we might see something there. I think Valtteri will be trying to prove a point now that the pressure's all off him. I think he'll relax a little bit and he'll be pushing Lewis quite hard. Mm. Um so yeah, I I think it will be more interesting watching those three teams than than the front. But I think uh, I think we're going to have a lot closer front with Red Bull and Mercedes. Um, so it might be just as good at the front with those two teams. But I think those two teams are definitely in front of everyone else. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I think you have you have two battles. You'll have a battle between Red Bull and for uh, Red Bull and uh, Mercedes, and then there'll be this big battle between Racing Point. Um, possibly Renault, Ferrari and McLaren to pick the pieces up. Um, and it's just going to be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of races to see who gets that first. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we've got a comment from uh, Leon Salinas. Uh, uh, Ferrari was still somebody's chance to score good. Uh, so they're going to steal somebody's chance to, to, to score well, I think is, is what he's trying to say there. Um Absolutely, Charles Leclerc has been out driving that and, and outperforming that car. He's he's got a point to prove, and he'll try and steal as many points as possible. Uh, Vettel as well. Uh, he's going to do what he can. Um, obviously, he had a, a quite a lucky race uh, in Turkey uh, and, and, and got where he was. Obviously, a great driver skill in the in the wet. Uh, don't get me wrong. Um, so yeah, Ferrari are going to going to be out there to steal as many points as possible, and their good luck charm or their 
the good good luck charm that they had at the Tur uh, Turkish Grand Prix uh, was Binotto not being there, and uh, it looks as though he, uh, breaking news, might not be there in Bahrain this weekend either. Do you think that's going to affect their race this weekend, Coops? No. Okay, I'll make it better. <laughs> I don't know what, I mean, Bonotto isn't, he's a technical man, is he not an engine guy? So, you know, I think he's the one that should stay an engine guy, to be honest. Uh -huh. uh, I don't know. I mean, you don't know if it was just the, the, the way the conditions were that Ferrari kind of lucked into the situation, mm -hmm. or the car suited it, or what. Uh, but it is a bit weird how he's not there and things seem to work well and you actually saw Sebi a smile on his face during the weekend. <laughs> uh, I think he did He did make a quip, didn't he, about maybe Bonotto should stay away if we're going to get results like this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's been dying to say that all year. Yeah. Uh, anything to get a wee, go, a wee dig in at the guy that sacked him over the phone. <laughs> Your dad's a big Ferrari fan, isn't he, Sponge? What, what, what's your dad's opinion on Ferrari this year? He I must think have had... he's kind of like lost lost interest in Formula One this year, to be honest with you, Tiller. Oh, has he? Yeah, he's. I mean, we we both watch it all the time. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, he, he kind of he's been getting more excited when McLaren have been doing things recently. Yeah. I think he's just had. I think a lot of Ferrari fans will be in the same position as well, whereby. Although they're, you know, they always want to see them do well. Mm -hmm. It's one of them seasons where you just have to write it off. Yeah, next you know, year's going to be similar, though, unfortunately. Yeah, it's um, it's difficult. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of them where he's lost a bit of interest in it. I think, to be honest. Right. Okay. But you never know. Two thousand and twenty-two is what we're all probably holding on to our hats for yeah. you know we, we we're excited for that um it can't come soon enough uh and hopefully that means we'll, we'll see a ferrari at the front again competing with those mercs and, yeah. and and the red bulls and and you know any of the other teams that would be happy to see up there like mclaren renault and uh whoever racing point uh, or who will be aston martin at that time um we've got some messages uh, i just want to touch on uh joe has said i'm looking forward to it too hoping that the difference in the weather will bring some randomizations so hopefully, yeah, maybe it might bring some randomization with the with the weather. We we did touch on that. Um, just we're just hoping for a good race. We're just hoping for mixed up drivers. We're hoping for people out of position uh, and some just fast racing. That's that sounds like it's a recipe for a, a great race. The next point, uh, would, why don't we make our predictions right here, right now? Because. Um, yeah, we may as well. We, we, we're discussing and we've touched on a few people. Let's let's go to uh, Coops first. Who do you think is going to win? Who do you think is going to struggle? Uh, give us a give us a kind of a lowdown of what you what you think is going to happen this weekend. Ocon will be anonymous. <laughs> you have an actually you would forget he's there. Uh, uh, and I think Verstappen will probably win it. Right. Okay. Uh, Perez will come third, and second will be Hamilton. I think is what I think is going to happen. Anyone sliding off this weekend? Yeah, uh, would mean or have an accident. I think there will be some banging wheels. Okay. I mean, you've got you've got Grosjean with like three races to go. He doesn't really care, and he drove like he didn't care before. So he actually really doesn't care. Uh, 
uh, it's if the Haas can actually get fast enough to get close to something. Uh, but it'll be interesting. I, d- I don't think it's going to be overly exciting. Uh, I was double-checking power unit usage, and everybody's on their third internal combustion engine, except Giovinazzi. And they've only got three. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So there could be some uh, uh, some demotions of been, places in after qualifying. Well, but they've been uh, they've been using these engines since the Emilia Romagna Grand Prix, which that was the Emilia Grand Prix, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, so everybody's on three for the internal combustion engine and the turbocharger. So I I think, uh, or this is according to F1 fansites dot com. I double checked this one. Uh, but I think there's, uh, I think they're going to rein it in. There's a couple. Kevin Magnussen's two is only on two turbochargers along with Giovinazzi and Raikkonen, but most of them are on three, for the most part. So, well, yeah. Let's hope there's we'll... some uh, some pe- some place droppers for like the Mercedes engines. Then uh, the most reliable on the engine on the grid. Let's just hope it it has a massive failure for some reason. Maybe the sand oh, will yeah, get inside just, it. All we need like is one or two of the big front runners to just have a wee bit of blue smoke from the back, which you saw just about every corner in the nineties. You know the blue smoke. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we just want to see that from a couple of them just to just to turn it up a wee bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, some some folk might take a penalty so they've got an extra engine in the pool for next weekend. True. I mean, Mercedes might do that. Maybe. Why wouldn't they? You yeah. Know? So, uh, it's certainly worth a pop. But I, th- I, th- I don't think it's going to be quite plain sailing because of the engine issue and the fact that next weekend is going to be a particularly... Uh, Okay. Fast, uh, the next race will be a faster. Okay, we'll go. We'll head over to. We'll head over to Sponge. What's your prediction for the weekend? You're going to make one of those, My... those bold statements for the weekend. No, I think it's going to be a Verstappen win. I think. Who's going to love this? <laughs> um. Yeah, when Joe pulls herself up off a chair when she's <laughs> fallen off it from that one. <laughs> I think it's going to be a Red Bull one-two. There you go. Mm. A Red Bull one two, and have you seen the season that he's been having? <laughs> Who? Albon. Albon. Who? Albon. Who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who's my point? <laughs> the fella in the other no, seat. Honestly, next, I, next I genuinely think there's a really good chance of a Red Bull one two. Okay, that sounds good. good. That'd be uh, that'd be interesting for me. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Um. Don't quite know for third. Toss up between Leclerc, Bottas, and Hamilton, I suppose. Be nice if one of the midfield guys could nick it. Yeah. Um, Danny Rick. No, I don't. I don't like Renault Tiller. <laughs> French. I'm is not it, a fan. Is it the French? I, no, he's, no, he's just Prost, basically. <laughs> I'm a real like Prost disliker, so <laughs> yeah. For obvious centre links, but yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I do. I think Red Bull one two, and hopefully a midfield midfielder to to nick it. But it it will be one of the others when he, I mean it'd probably yeah. be Hamilton. It'll probably be Hamilton win it. You know, <laughs> it'll be fifty seventy seconds in front of everybody else. The whole lot will get yeah. worse. Uh, and then he'll come out and be like, "Oh, it was a tough race, like really." <laughs> <laughs> Next to tell us something with the tyres. Come on. 
He's going to be that far ahead that halfway through this first race, they open up the outer circle and say, right, you lot go through that one. Lewis, you've got to go all the way around. (laughs) (laughs) He'll still win it. (laughs) How about you, Gary? Make some predictions for the weekend. Okay, so I think Verstappen will get a pole. Right. Um, I think it'll be a fight between him and Hamilton for the win. Um, Hamilton will probably get him. Um, And then... I'm just going to be really predictable and say Bottas third. Um, first DNF, I think, will be Kevin. Oh, okay. For a change. And do you know what? I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it a, a full house for uh, Max Verstappen. I think he'll do well this weekend. I think, as you as you quite rightfully put, the the Mercs aren't going to have, be as motivated. Uh, I do still think they'll be there. I think they'll probably be second and third. But uh, I think Max will take the top step. Uh, followed closely in fourth by, I want it to be Norris or Signs uh, for McLaren. So that's that's that's. I'm hoping they have a great race as well, uh, the McLaren boys, um, and then kind of someone, someone bizarre. Do you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see George Russell get tenth, get that yes. point. I just want to see him get a bloody point before the end of season. <laughs> no, after he binned it under the safety car and then crashed. I mean. <laughs> We've got Grosjean to do that. We don't need him to do it. <laughs> I think before we move on, we need to check on Joey. Is she okay? We've she, all just predicted Max Verstappen to win the race. She's she <laughs> just put, should we just make sure that she's all right right she's now? She's just put in the comments. She just put in the comments. Get in there, Sponge, with a big with a, a strong arm uh, emoji. Well, that was better. That was better than last time where somebody was asking what I was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, you did see that. What was it that? George Russell would get the championship before Verstappen. Was that what it was? I stand by that. Uh, yeah. I can't remember what it was. She just typed yes with quite a lot of S's as well, George. So she's, <laughs> she's enjoying the fact that we've all said Verstappen's going to win. Now, what will happen is he will get taken out in the first lap by a, by a Grosjean that's just appeared up the front <laughs> of the grid and just be like, oh, well, yeah, Aldo. Cheers, man. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Where do, where do I pay for this? Where do I subscribe? <laughs> so Leon Salinas has made a prediction. Uh, he's going to he's predicted a, a, a Merck one two uh, with Verstappen third, Checo fourth, Leclerc fifth, Stroll, Ricciardo, Carlos Norris, Albon, and Ocon. He's given us a, a full a full list of uh, placements. We need to see, we need to save that and see how close he is to that. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be yeah, come back to that at the weekend. We'll screenshot yeah. that. In fact, I might put a fiver on it and see if it uh, comes in. If it comes in, <laughs> probably get a few thousand. Pounds. All the odds you're going to get on that would be odd. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. But it could Leon, happen. You know, it, if you're listening, yeah. you need to put out your percentage if he gets that. If he puts a fiver on it, it comes. What you getting? It's a good prediction. Good prediction. They're they're, they're pretty pretty stable uh, p- p- possibilities. Um, absolutely. So thanks for your comment, there, Leon. Uh, it, it's it's good to see people making their predictions. If there's anyone else that's got a prediction, by all means, let us know what you think is going to happen for the weekend. Uh, so, what we need to move on to now is that is the any any news that's happened over the last week. Uh, some discussion points um, that we could go on to. So. Uh, First of all, why don't we talk about Perez and the Red Bull racing seat? Uh, we've all agreed and we've all commented on this uh, throughout many of our vodcasts that Perez does need a seat. Uh, it does need a Well, uh, the, the only seat yeah, available at the moment yeah. would be the Red Bull racing seat. Um, has there been any news on that front at all, Coops? No, I think the, the issue they've got is Red Bull know 
that they can take their time because they know they're the only credible seat remaining. It's not like Perez is going to turn around and say, oh, I'm going to, I've got a chance to go to you know, McLaren or I've got a chance to go to Red, uh, Renault. Uh-huh. Everybody else has signed up yeah. officially. So they can uh, wait to the last they, minute, can't they? They can wait as long as they want. Yeah. And then decide at Abu Dhabi, which I think Marco has came out and said that they're going to give uh, they're going to give Albon too. Now, if he really screws it up and like takes Verstappen out of the lead during this race, he probably won't be allowed back in the paddock, and then we'll pretty much know. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I I still don't think that they're going to give him the seat next year. You don't think? No, I just don't see it. I mean, the guy the guy was driving or was supposed to be driving in Formula E at the start of last season, before last season. Then he gets suddenly put into the the Toro Rosso at the time uh-huh. to then end up in the Red Bull. I just don't. I don't see what he's done to, to keep another year. And with no. Perez, with a wee bit of money, and the fact that, look what he did, in changeable conditions, he's a dependable driver, he's going to push Verstappen to make Verstappen better, because that's the problem that Verstappen's got just now. He's got nobody there to challenge and push him. You could argue that with Hamilton, but then Hamilton's in a different league. Uh, so I think it would be better for everybody. And they need to allow the young driver pool to kind of itself with what they've done to it over the last couple of years uh, bring up the folk that are there to come up you know yeah so, I think it would be stupid if they didn't but then who am I I'm just I don't see how it'll uh, I don't see I don't see what the negatives are for not having them in the car no but uh, Max Verstappen has been pushing for Nico Hulkenberg hasn't he well, of course it has, because the guy's never got on the fucking podium. He doesn't want Perez, because Perez might show him up. <laughs> Perez, Perez might actually be good in the Red Bull and be suited to it. So, uh, in all fairness, if he could, then Verstappen would be asking for Captain Slow James May, wouldn't he? You know what I mean? He's not with Giovinati. He's come out and said, I like Albin and I like guys living they were in the other car. Of course she did, pal. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I've just set a, a poll out actually for uh, for people. By all means, click click your answer that you uh, that you believe in. I've put just put the simple question: Will Perez get a seat in the Red Bull Racing? Uh, just answer that yes or yes. simple yes or no. I'd like to see everyone's opinion on that. Um, Sponge, what is your opinion on that? Do you think do you think they'll go for Perez, or do you think they'd probably stick for will stick with Albon, or maybe even go for someone like Hawkenberg uh, that's probably used to coming playing second fiddle? I think if they're gonna if they're gonna swap at all, I think they'd be daft to to look past Perez. To be honest, I don't, I don't see another. I don't see a better option out there. I'll be honest with you. If you'd have asked me this question twelve months ago, yeah, I'd probably have said I don't think Perez would, would have a chance in hell right. of going to Red Bull. But I think he's had, even in the face of the strolls, and. Yeah. The kind of favouritism that he's obviously going on there, and I suppose justifiably so. Yeah, he's still come out on top. You know, he's Ooh, still he's still doing the job. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I, th- I think he's really. I put- think he would do good there, but I think at the same time as him doing good, I mm-hmm. don't think it'll be any good for Red Bull. I think that Red Bull with Perez would end up the same as a Red Bull with um, Vettel versus Weber. I think yeah. that'd be the kind of scenario you'd end up with but I'd like to see it 
I would definitely like to see it. Absolutely. What about you, Tiller? Yeah, well, I, I think I, I prefer Perez over. I like Nico Hulkenberg. I think he's a great character. Is you know, he's is a consistent driver, and I, I kind of agree with um, Marco's uh, what Mark the Marco statement about the situation, uh, which was a, a couple of months back or a month or so ago, uh, saying that maybe uh, Nico would be happy to kind of well not happy to come second, but he'd be more used to it and kind of more. Uh, he'll take it'll be like water off a duck's back for Nico. Um, whereas Perez might take it more personally and might, you know, it might get him more flustered. I, I probably agree with that to a certain extent, but I do see Perez as the better driver. Um, and I think he'd probably push more and probably complete, com- compete with Max a little bit more so than uh, Nico Hulkenberg would do. So, I mean, that's the my other interesting thing on that as well, you know, he's. You know, with with Red Bull considering buying out Honda or the Mugen brand on the engine side of things, mm. could could Checo's money like do them more good than any other team on the grid right now? That mm. you know, is it something like upwards of thirty million quid that he brings with him or something? Daft yeah, like he's that. One yeah. of the he's one of the highest. Yeah, you know, he, he brings a lot of money with him. Yeah, and I think when they're when they're considering doing such a big thing as potentially taking on a, as an engine manufacturer uh-huh. that that money although it would probably represent you know not very much of that Pennies. budget it's, it's yeah. yeah i was going to say it's 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 very much money that would be well received wouldn't it you know absolutely I mean, Le- you know, leon salinas probably... leon salinas has made a good point it's it's a why not one year one a why not one year contract case um which mm. i suppose it, it makes sense it, you know give him give him a year see how he fares uh, give him a year in options, and if he does well, give him the option for the following year. Or it could be that they're going to put Yuki Tsunoda into Alpha Tauri. And see how he, he does for a year. Him. And if he's really good, mm-hmm. they might want to promote him. I think that Red Bull need to give at least two years. Like, So if they put Tsunoda into Alpha Tauri, he has two years. Just let him see like he has next year, the year after. Guarantee mm-hmm. him those two years, unless he's really bad, and give him the opportunity to see how he goes, and then move him up. Absolutely, uh, I agree. Uh, Leon Salinas has also said that he thinks that Checo's already signed, but Red Bull can't announce it due to internal interest. Maybe could be, could be. It's maybe they don't really, want to. They don't want to demotivate Albon, maybe, and uh, release that news. Could, give him. His performance you know... is getting worse, really. <laughs> well. It's one of I those mean, things. We all we, we don't know when Stro- uh, when Vettel had signed it uh, for Aston Martin or Racing Point. So I think that he kept that quiet purely so that he can announce it at Ferrari's thousand Grand Prix, which is just master level trolling from Vettel. Uh, so uh, so yeah, that's possible. I think things have gone very quiet on the Hulkenberg front, which yeah. makes me wonder whether or not. Something's went forward with Perez. Now we could all be wrong. And somebody, uh, Jensen Button, could make a sensational return and end up in the Red Bull or something for all we know. And he would um, dominate, absolutely dominate. He's a, such a good no, driver. No, because he's not driving a car with a double diffuser that nobody else has, so it's a good one. And he's crap at single lap qualifying as well. Read between the lines, Coops. Read between the lines. That's one, <laughs> that's one of my idols, that is. I love that guy. I don't dispute that. I just think he. There's a big rumor that he's going into 
British GT full time, isn't Nutella? Yeah. I reckon that he's going to drive for Rocket Team Jensen. Yeah, he's um. Yeah, he he, he had, feel he that had... car was nice that he was driving at Silverstone yeah. at the end of the season there, wasn't it? He's, I don't know how he performed, mind you. He didn't perform very well, um, but he's fourteenth. He ended up. Yeah, it's it's. He it just said he's it's something about setup. Obviously, it's, he wants a bit more practice in there, whereas all the all the rest of the drivers had obviously driven their, those cars for weekends and weekends before. Yeah. Whereas he, he he pretty much had a couple of practice sessions and then went into the race, so it, it wasn't uh, successful for him. But he's you know he's he's thinking about it for uh, for future. For future uh, plans, anyway. Um, so watch this space, and we'll let you know because we never let a Jensen Button story uh, go past with me. It's certainly, <laughs> it's certainly a decent schedule for him. You know, it's not too heavy. If you, I don't know what the schedule's like, but it's not like every other weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as a family uh, man, he might want that. He just, just, just to keep yeah. his hand in, just have a bit of racing every now and again. And especially, yeah. especially and plus, with his own team. For us, for us spectators, it's free on YouTube. Uh, I think the race.com have got the contract for the GT British GT Championship. So, uh, oh, that's good. Worth knowing. Sky Sports took it for the last race there because he was sponsored by Sky Sports. Uh, Jensen Button for that weekend of Sky. So, oh, okay. generally well, speaking, it's the race.com on YouTube that do it. So. Worth worth keeping our eyes on that then. So let's talk about another part of the news, uh, which it's been really bare with news. So we, we apologies, we haven't got loads to talk about. It's been quite a quiet couple of weeks actually since the the last race. Um, but there's the, I was been talk of the Hamilton knighthood. So let's uh, have a little brief chat about that. Do you think right. do you think Hamilton deserves the knighthood, Sponge? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think sports people over here have been given a knighthood for less, haven't they? You know, absolutely. Whacking yeah. a tennis ball around a, a tennis court a little bit, he's got a knighthood for that. Uh, yeah, I think he's, I think he's done enough to warrant. Yeah, he's done knighthood. enough about four championships ago, but you know, yeah. they've been holding off because he's he's been questionable from for the last few years over the tax issues with the, uh, with the when he purchased his jet offshore and whatnot and. I don't think it's him that purchases it and says do it offshore. I think he's got people or accountants. Of course he has. Of course says, he has I yeah. want, you know, I would like to get that jet and it's left to them to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just about every Formula One driver worth a salt live in Monaco. Hmm. Well, he does. He does have a house over here. He pays pays tax in the UK. They've they've gone and he's looked over. He's employed by a UK company. Yeah. So he pays tax on his wages through that, and he he. he he does a lot of philanthropy, I think it is. I mean, he, he follows a lot of causes and uses his money for that as well. So he's Absolutely. not just hiding his money and not spending it. He does use it. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, he started his own. He started his own uh, charity, didn't he? Uh, his own um, race, uh, Formula One kind of uh, thing, where he wants to get young, young kind of underprivileged kids into a Formula One. Roles, yeah, he's also be... started an esports team as well. He started the is it the Dakar Rally team as well. Is that one of the things that he was doing? No, it's uh, Extreme E. Extreme E. Yeah, it's extreme like e, a, that's a, the one. Yeah, extreme yeah. kind yeah. of. Nico Rosberg cars. has put a t- put a uh, has put a team in as well, so that'll be fun next year. Yeah, could be. Uh, it could yeah. be like Bahrain 2014, where they were battling it out, but instead of being on uh, Formula One cars, it'll be their e Extreme E cars. Uh, what what are your thoughts on uh, the knighthood, Gary? Uh, are you, do you think he's a, a deserving person for a knighthood? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, and like the other guys uh, said, um, there's plenty of other uh, sporting British 
um, people that have had knighthoods um, a lot quicker. Um, I think I think it's just because he's still at the pinnacle of 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 what he does um, is probably the reason why it's not happened sooner because he's still doing what he's doing um, mm. at the front. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's a good thing. Um, yeah, it's it's good. And and I I'm I'm completely in agreement with you. Um, I it, I can't really say anything different because it's it's exactly the same reasons uh, that you guys have uh, said yourself we've got sports stars that have got five gold medals four gold medals three gold medals uh, and they've got knighthoods in their sport for for, for, for their sport um so why why shouldn't lose hamilton uh, and they've they've looked into his taxes they're all happy about it um so <laughs> so so why why not why not hey? he, he's, he's he's always talking about all the He's always fighting for the rights of something. He's, he's a good role model for kids. Um, so, yeah, go for it. Give him the knighthood. I'm, I'm happy if he gets it. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I think it's brilliant. And also, we're, we're very quick to uh, to to be negative on things. Um, you know, what, what, what uh, just when he gets a knighthood, why be negative about it? It's, it's a positive thing, you know. Shouldn't, we shouldn't be beating up on people for, for those kind of things, I think. Uh, Joe's commented on the on the thing, and I, I'm not 100% sure what she's talking about here. Uh, she put, he's also doing something with washing machines now, too. Uh, she's seen an advert today. Has anyone oh, seen an yeah, advert with Lewis yeah, Hamilton? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's, um, it's LG. Um, I saw an OLED TV advert um, the last two days with Lewis Hamilton on it. Um, <laughs> so it must be an LG washing machine, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian Major, uh, thanks for joining us, uh, Adrian. Uh, you've said yes uh, to somebody. Um, I'm a colonel's, uh, a colonial, so I'm not qualified to talk about knighthoods. Uh, J.R. Whitten <laughs> says he's, he's a colonial, so he's not qualified to talk about knighthoods. Yeah, he's, um, he's over in the good US of ears, J.R. Whitten. <laughs> and, and Adrian Major has replied to him, yep. So I'm, I'm guessing they're both, both colonials or, 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 or both not... Americans. Yeah, not 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 interested really in knighthoods, as it were. Can we have some predictions from you, please, uh, J.R. Witten? Because you you made a prediction last week. Uh, I, I can't remember what you what you what you said, but uh, it'll be worth worth hearing from you as well. Um, have we got any just other news? Where we're, where we're waiting in J.R. Just a wee one. Uh, Leon Silanus. I'm sorry, I'm butchering your name. Uh, he did comment about Jensen Button about he loved his relationship with his dad. Now everybody fell in love. With Jensen Button's dad when he was alive, that like, he just was the stereotypical dad. He was just a working class dad, and every time he was on a podium and he done well, you could see the oh, it's just that, uh, and it was good. Yeah, uh, it was quite. Uh, I don't tend to get emotional about family members and Formula One drivers dying. You're like, oh, it's a shame. But even he, when I heard he passed, it was it was a wee bit of a retouch. You know, you're just like, oh, I missed him. Did you cry when he won the championship like I did? No, <laughs> at all. I did. I've got to give him their due, though. I thought when when they were playing the video over his visor, that got me a little bit choked up. That did, to be fair. That's you know, was that, uh, was that Hamilton? The Hamilton yeah. one, yeah. Oh yeah, that was yeah. a really nice touch. That one, yeah, I did was. touch that uh, when he was a young kid. It was a bit kind of, oh. yep. <laughs> well, he sat in the car for quite a, quite a while. Actually, he must have been. He did. It's so emotional about that. Obviously, it all just poured out of him at that at that very point. 
But it's great yeah. to see. It was great to see. It was. And it was good when he, when he actually, on Hamilton, once he realised he won and got his championship, I mean, it was a, it was a very... It was a very human Hamilton, and I don't and I don't mean that in a negative way. You, you could kind of sense that he wasn't really sure how to take the moment. He mm -hmm. had done it, but he couldn't really un articulate it properly. I you suppose know, you I can look, you you can only like think about how you're going to feel beforehand. You can't guarantee what you're going to feel like, and 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 those those emotions are obviously they they just come out in that way. And he, he just sat there and kind of lived in the moment for a minute, and, and yeah, until Seb. And he, did the, did the gentlemanly thing and came over and, and really congratulated him. Yeah, I, 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 I think. I, yeah, touched on that last weekend. That was great to have Seb up there because that's a that's a very respectful. Yeah, uh, they with a lot of respect for each other, definitely. Yeah, it was good. It was. Uh, but I, it was good. I mean, the biggest problem I think for Hamilton is sometimes he comes across very robotic. Doesn't really have much of a personality. So it's nice to see. Uh, just him taking it in a bit, like you know. When Schumacher retired and you could see when he broke down, mm -hmm. uh, when he was saying that, you know, I I remember being quite young and watching that going, he cries, he doesn't cry, or you know when Hakkinen Hakkinen spun out in the lead it in the the Italian Grand Prix and the camera caught him having a cry behind the barrier, yeah, you don't you didn't see that, uh, so it was kind of nice, it was nice, I, I liked uh, I liked that kind of human moment. Uh, yeah, it's good. We've got one more news uh, news point that I want, or discussion point that I want to touch on, uh, and that's in Max's aero error. So the setup issue here has disguised Red Bull Racing's front wing progress. So can you touch on that, um, Coops? Because I know you know you're probably in the know uh, about that, uh, unless somebody else wants to stick their hand up. Because I'm I'm uh, not sure. Well, I, haven't I, haven't, I haven't read that article. I didn't. T I haven't looked at it properly, but from what I can gather, the so I think as Gary said at the start, there was a lot of upgrades made to it, but the 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 issue they made with or the the error they made with the setup, which like I think we touched on last week, was very much sounded like an excuse. Yeah. But they had they have made a lot of improvements and I think he would have been a lot closer to the front if he'd kept his head as well. If they hadn't made the mistake. Uh so there is, there are improvements and they are moving forward. Now this car is generally is going to probably is moving over to twenty twenty one. Uh huh. We don't have very many different areas we can develop. So, uh, again, is it a false dawn as usual? Will they say that the cars are getting closer to Mercedes? Like we don't know what Mercedes have been doing. Yeah. When did they stop developing the car to move over to next year? Next year, though, Dash is banned. Even though that the re-regulations are now, DAS is still banned for next year. Yeah. So whether that that would help. Uh, I can remember um, one of the engineers. I think it, uh, who was it? He, he said uh, they've got something in in the pipeline to kind of take over from DAS. So I mean, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's prob probably just that's a just a threat. Might maybe. Uh, now, we asked... I might I, I might be wrong. Sorry, just to jump in. I might be wrong, but is there no preseason testing next year? Are we just going straight to Australia if they're able to? I don't um, remember there being an announcement. I haven't heard that there are not any pre-season tests, but I mean it's quite a short gap, isn't it? So maybe it might be the case. Well, it's like what is it? The start of the first? Is it the first weekend of December for the last race in Abu Dhabi, or is it the second weekend? Second, I think. Is it so then, and then the next the we should the, know this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, we run a Facebook yeah. page about Formula One. <laughs> we can't even remember next season. So yeah, you're talking the first, the first or second week in December. 
because the last weekend in Abu Dhabi, then they've got the, the, the young person's test, they've got the tyre test at the end of the season. So they won't be out to the middle of December. And then the first Grand Prix weekend is like the weekend of the 20th of March. That was the same as last season, though. It was the you same. Know, it was the same as the end of 2019 going into 2020. I know there yeah. was obviously a pandemic that stopped it, but the the but, intended gap was no no different to what it is the end of this season going into next. So, but I don't think they were. I think practically, I mean, they didn't start the rugby season till July. We had ten races in eleven weeks or something insane. They're just coming off a triple header. Next season's cars are pretty much going to be the same as last season's cars, mm-hmm. with minor differences. McLaren's probably the only one that could probably benefit from a wee bit of testing because they're getting the Mercedes power unit. So really, cost saving, do we really need it? And plus, would it not make the Australian Grand Prix that wee bit more interesting? Because let's face it, that track's pish. So we kind of need to have a bit of fun at that race. Uh, Almost as bad as Monaco in terms of a Grand Prix. But (laughs) anyway, uh, so I I don't see why not. And if they are going to have it, I have a very, very scaled-down schedule. A one-weekend thing. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, one weekend, or a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Go out, do your drives. You've got all day to do what you want. That's you, right? That's it. Sure. On you go. Okay. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll do some digging. We'll find out if there's any, if there is any pre-season testing. Uh, as I say, I think the gap is probably quite similar. Maybe, maybe it's a little bit shorter um, than previous years. But I, I actually do agree with uh, Sponge. I think there is a, a probably not too dissimilar uh, a gap. Um, so they okay, might be so able to... I've, d- I've done some left-handed Googling, so I do apologise for jumping in. I wonder oh, why, why your hand was shaking. Uh, yes, yes. It's here, it's on the table. I thought, uh, it, I thought it was because we had our fine moustaches on show. Oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> I mean, I do. I, I'm partial to a bit of the old facial hair. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so according to Autosport, uh, Formula One is set to reduce pre-season testing to just three days in 2021. It's likely to shift the running from Spain to Bahrain. Oh. Uh, after holding eight days worth of pre-season testing for a number of years, F1 cut back to six days for testing of 2022 uh, uh, across two weekends at Circuit de Catalunya in Barcelona. Uh, but with 32 cars being carried over, it looks like they're going to do one weekend uh, professional calendar. Blah, blah, blah. So it looks like there is testing. They're yeah, do it in Paris, Joe's, which... Joe commented as well. Actually, she's put they've got tire testing this weekend uh, and uh, in Abu Dhabi, um, yeah. and then they've got uh, the third to the sixth of December in Bahrain outer track. Uh, oh wait, no, she's she... yeah, and then Abu Dhabi's the thirteenth of December, and then the race weekend in Australia is the nineteenth to twenty first of March. There you so, go. Yeah, as says, uh, Tiller, as Sponge said, very similar gap, but I think they've cut from what Autosport are saying. It's one weekend. And it must be easier to ship the stuff from Bahrain to Australia than it would be from Spain to Australia then. Yeah, maybe. Is yeah, that, is that like, I mean, if they said, did, did you say a, a date then for testing, Coops? No. Uh, according to the Autosport article, uh, that, that it's, nothing's been confirmed, but that's what they're saying it seems to be. It is, uh, and that was on the 12th of November that this article was written. No, I think it does date... make sense that they would go from Bahrain to Australia and not go from Barcelona to Australia because you're halfway yeah. there already, aren't yeah. you? But well, if they're if they're doing it in like February, and we're not until 19th to the 21st of March, mm-hmm. would would they do that? Would they leave? Would they kind of like take it all over there and then leave it at the airport ready for everyone to pick it up when they go over? I don't know. <laughs> Just seems quite a quite a big gap between 
ending testing in Bahrain and starting the season in Australia. I mean, I mean unless they're going to have the testing closer to the start of the season because it's in Bahrain. To give people that wee bit of a gap, just to give them a bit more chance to to recharge. It's uh, T it's TBC for nineteenth for Feb. Well, that was when the the original three days were. So whether that mm-hmm. yeah, whether that's going to move forward, like you say, we'll um, keep you yeah, um, a lot of the time they like to bring upgrades, or it's different this season, but they like to bring upgrades between testing and the first race. So uh, maybe they'll go back to base. Yeah. yeah, It's not going to be the same. Normally your testing car is very different from the car at Melbourne. As you say, for 2021, that won't happen because it's a very much a token system and they've limited what can be developed for 2021. Yeah. Uh, even without the token system. So... I think the car this next year will be the first year in a long time where you'll see the the car in testing is going to be very 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 close to the car that's going to be at Melbourne, uh, and if Mercedes are two seconds ahead of everyone else, then you know, okay, you know that might be a bit of a worry. Uh, so. Okay, well let's let's move on from testing because we 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 are not one hundred percent sure. Um, we've got a few comments to uh, to to move on to now because um, we've been quite active in the uh, comment section this this evening, which is good. It's nice to see. Uh, J.R. Witten, we asked him for a prediction. Uh, he's put, yeah, sure. Um, Botox, Leclerc, and Ricciardo. DNF Latifi. Botox, Botox obviously, <laughs> is uh, J.R.'s nickname for Valtteri Bottas. It's interesting he hasn't put uh, Hamilton anywhere near the top three. So, interesting. It'd be great to see. Uh, I'm sure that means it would there would have been a good race. Um, I think... Somebody else put, gave us a prediction as well. Uh, Adrian Major, uh, he said, I'm going to put a prediction on first for Bottas, second for Vettel, and third for Checo. Uh, and a D- DNF Ooh. for K-Mag. I think that's a couple of people have said that. Um, that's a very interesting top three from Adrian. Yeah. Shenanigans going on there. Yeah. J.R. Witten does, doesn't think that Australia will be the season opener. No. Uh, he's put a comment in as well. Uh, I, I tend to agree with that. I mean, best laid plans. They are, they're, they're planning for it to happen, but will the COVID situation... I hate using the word COVID because everyone hears about it all the time, but it's something we do have to touch upon. Uh, it, the thing it, is, their borders are closed, aren't they? And yeah. they are closed until next winter. Yeah, absolutely. So, although, they unless they make in? a massive, like, you know, a massive... Um, uh, what do you call it? A massive quarantine, like a, a two-week um, quarantine in a hotel for yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, massive along U-turn along or something. But the thing, yeah, massive one, U-turn. That's it. Yeah. The one thing I will say is, one of my friends' families are travelling over in April, which is not that it's the start of April. Only a couple of weeks from March, from Sydney and Melbourne to come to the UK. Uh, so if they're coming out. You know, there might be there might be something, but then you know, Formula One have been able to show this year that their systems to keep COVID at bay when they're there mm-hmm. has worked yeah. generally. So maybe that is something that they'll use as a way to, to convince them uh, around Melbourne that you know, look, let's give your guys something to enjoy. You know, yeah. let's try and show some sort of normality. Uh, It'll probably be without fans anyway, wouldn't it? Let's be honest, it's just or uh, very or very limited, yeah, with, very uh, limited numbers. I mean, I saw in the news actually Qantas, which is obviously an Australian air, airline, they've said that they're thinking about making that 
it mandatory to have to have had the vaccination before you go on the a flight with them. So yeah. that, that, if that's an Australian mindset, that could be something that, you know, is put forward to the F1 uh, on deciding whether they would let, let them go there or not. You know, it's poss a possibility. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so I think we've got uh, another comment from Adrian Major. He wants to return to South Africa instead of Saudi. Saudi Arabia. Yes, Adrian. That's the kind of stuff that we like to hear. <laughs> so let's Hello, let's let's talk about that. We've got we've got time. Uh, so what, what do you reckon? What would you would you prefer South uh, South Africa to Saudi Arabia? I mean, they're both questionable uh, human rights issues uh, in those sorts of regions, though. <laughs> oh yeah, but the problem you've got is South Africa doesn't have a good one track. Calum no, it needs it needs upgrading to be. Is uh, is Kyle Army not grade one? No, nope. not anymore. Two, it, it used to be, but it's not anymore. So um, they would have to upgrade. Um, and to it's a, it's a lot of investment they need because uh, I think one of the things I didn't realise till recently to get your grade one, it's not just the track; it's infrastructure around the track. You know, getting to and from the track, hotels, that sort of stuff, hospitals, and all sorts of things. So there's a lot of other issues. Uh, right. And the, the amount of investment needed, uh, you know, to be honest, it would look, you're looking at somewhere like Africa, not South, South Africa, but just in general, like somewhere in Morocco, like a, a street circuit around there or something. Uh, Chase Carey did come out, which is something that just popped into my head. Chase Carey did come out that he's looking at, he wants a 24-race calendar, but he wants to have certain events that are interchangeable season to season. Right. So... Having say Portimao one year, Turkey the next year, having maybe a track in Morocco one year, you know. Is this the wild card idea that you're referring to, Coops? I I never I never saw that being mentioned, but it sounds kind of similar. Maybe having yeah, like having um, like a, a slot on the calendar that they can just like choose from a pool of say ten different tracks and then just swap it up every year. They, so, they, I think they, it's a good idea. They want a they want a core long term so they don't want to have every racetrack to be on small contracts they want a core amount that will be long term tied in yeah. and then use other tracks to bring in uh, and also uh, Formula 1 have said that they're still in discussions with Vietnam uh, although they are looking at other tracks just in case uh, and Brazil's Inter Lagos well they're about to sign a multi-year contract not just a one year deal. Keep it oh, okay. Yeah, so you'd have like a core set of races, and then the others are kind of like subsid, you know, um, replaceable. And yeah. um, they used to. I don't know how I don't know how many slots that would be. You know, whether it'd just be one or two that they would change out. I think did Germany not do that for a couple of years, but it was Hockenheim and then the number. Yeah, yeah, they Hockenheim. had they, they had that contract between the two circuits, didn't they, where they alternated, which is why we couldn't have um, Hockenheim hosting the. Um, the German Grand Prix this year, yeah. um, or oh, the, the, the Nürburgring wasn't called the German Grand Prix because Hockenheim were contracted for it this year, but they weren't in or something like that. Right. Um, they didn't have a contract this year, Germany or Hockenheim. Um, I think it was to do with the rotation thing from before, so it would oh, have been okay. their turn. So that's why Nürburgring didn't have a, a position to be to call in it the German Grand Prix. Right. Formula One have been having some fun with the names of Grand Prix this year. Yes, yeah, <laughs> but they did used to have a race in um, Morocco um, in the 60s. I think the last race was in the 60s in Casablanca. Yes, that, was, 
that was uh, that would be some parking lot in the sixties. I mean, there was yeah, no real, there was a real guideline for a track back in the sixties. Really, it was like it's a straight line, two cars fit on it. Round you go. Yeah, it was. Find that lamppost, just drive round it. You're fine. Don't worry it, about it. It was basically a rectangle um, to the <laughs> south of the city, and the roads are still there now. I'm looking on a map, um, <laughs> and so you could host a race there still uh, on the same circuit, but um, obviously it doesn't uh, meet approval. <laughs> no. It's like the French Grand Prix in the 1950s. It was basically a triangle. Yeah. Public roads with trees at either side of the track. <laughs> and then there was... And there was one in Germany. I can't, um, I can't remember the name of it now. Um, it was on um, a motorway. Avos. Avos. And uh, Abyss, yeah. And basically yeah. it was straight down the road turn around at a roundabout, straight up the road, turn around to come back wow. down. And that was it. <laughs> no, they still use that for now for DTM. Oh, do they? Yeah, it's still, ah. it's still a track. I think yeah. somebody died there not long ago, actually. Oh, God. But it's public road, isn't it? So they must, yeah, they yeah. must close it off, yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> oh, some of the tracks, even I've because I've been doing my Ferrari project, I'm looking back and some of the tracks, you're like, oh, my goodness. Impressive. Yeah. Uh, they were they were a they were a different breed back then. You know, if you have to start talking about the goats of Formula One, you have to look back then because, like, you know, when it was actually unsafe to have seatbelts in the car because it's better that you're thrown from it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> brave people, brave people. Uh, uh, yeah, dodging dogs, lampposts, God knows what. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, up until nineteen fifty-seven, you were allowed to jump out your car and jump into your teammate's car if your car was gubbed. You know, just yeah. Just you're jumping in, you go, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it was uh, a different time. Uh, we, we digressed a bit anyway. Uh, we'll get we'll get back to the end really now because we've, we've been chatting for quite a while. I uh, just want to read out a few of the last comments uh, just about some of the tracks. Uh, JR has been saying, get rid of Vietnam, bring back Maranello, bring back San Marino. Uh, we've had a question, is there any grade one or close to grade one tracks in Scotland? Uh, don't think no. so. Um, no. and... the Silver, Silverstone's the only grade one in the UK, I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think Brands Hatch is anymore or Donington. No. no. And, and that's pretty much all we've got time for, really. Uh, we've, we've had a chat all day, all, all evening now, about, about the, the upcoming Bahrain Grand Prix. We, hopefully we've answered some of your questions. Uh, whether they're correct or not, we don't know. <laughs> we, but we tried our best. Um, we chat, chatted about, obviously, Bahrain. We chatted about the, the news that's that's been uh, over the last couple of weeks, which has been very thin on the ground. Um, is there any other points that you want to make before we uh, said say goodbye to all of all the people watching? Uh, Coops or Sponge? Who who first? The, oh, Coops. Se the Sepang International Stock at still Grade One. I'd love to see that back on the the, the calendar. Really, the <laughs> Malaysian track was great. Yeah, Sepang was awesome. Yeah, Sepang was yeah. good. I liked today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so okay. good shout, good shout. Uh, they always exactly. had a typhoon. It was always always interesting because there was yeah. there was pretty much always rain. <laughs> yeah, you get to you get no, to the, last year that, the year that the year that Jensen Button won his championship, we decided to have the Malaysian Grand Prix in the middle of rain season. Yeah, <laughs> it was flat. The, the, that's how he ended up finishing on half points because the rain just it was like the country's rain season for the whole year dumped on the track halfway through. You were like, okay. <laughs> I, th I think that was the, I think that was the infamous chalk ice incident with Kimi Raikkonen. Yes. Yeah. Was, and I think he was away getting a chalk ice. Kevin was like, oh, is the race starting? And he's like, I know. And they bought lunch. <laughs> and, and was, was, that's, that's the same race as uh, Felipe baby, wasn't it? Yeah. On the radio. Yeah. Calm down, Felipe. Calm down, calm Felipe down. baby. Felipe baby, calm down. 
Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's also there's also a, a track in Finland called the Kimmy Ring, spelt different, uh, which is Grade One. Oh, Kuwait wow. have a Grade One track as well. Is that like the, the in the shape of like an anus? It sounds like it's uh, a bit questionable. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely not a shape of an anus. Uh, I'm just looking at certain like places around the world that we didn't think had a track. Thailand have got one. Uh, that's grade one. Uh, who else? Is, yeah. Arag- is Aragon? I think Aragon is. Where's, it, where's that? I, I think that's grade two. Is it grade two? No, it yeah. must be grade two. It's not in this uh, list, okay. according to Wikipedia. But, you know, Russia have got two. Well, anyway. Korea's that... still a track, isn't it? Korea's yeah. still got a track. Yes. I think yeah. we could look at a long list, but that doesn't make very great watching for uh, for our fans, to be honest, just listing tracks that We're might We're talking be. about it. No. Did you still, Phil, still got a track? I'm going to whack uh, you on mute. Coops <laughs> <laughs> is pointing his tweezers at you, mate. He's just going on. He's just going on and on and on about tracks that might be great one. Or not. It's not, that's not <laughs> interesting viewing. That's not interesting viewing. I'm sorry. Oh, Man Your Core. I call, I call great one. I quite like Man Your Core as well. Esteril still got a grade one. Sorry, I'm getting into it now. All <laughs> 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 oh, right, where is that mute button? I gotta find it. Uh... <laughs> it does, no, this one does say um, Aragon is grade one on, on our wiki. Yeah, yeah. I must have um, missed that then. I oh, do apologise, well. guys. Cool. And we never we never spoke about the fact that the the number one seat in Mercedes has uh, not been filled yet. Well, that'll get done now. That's <laughs> within a few days. That'll get sorted. That's, not, that's, that's done. Oh, I know. You read it here first. There was, there was a there was a live he did with um he did an, an not a live interview but he did an interview with BBC uh, and he said he's just trying to negotiate more time at home. Uh, that was what, it, yeah. What 2020 has proven that he's that he can do a lot more kind of just from his home, obviously on Sims and whatnot from from there. Um, and just I think basically all he wants to do is turn up on uh, probably late late Thursday night and. Go fly home pretty much Sunday evening, and, and that's pretty much about it. But by the sounds of it, I think I think that's where the uh, that's where the sticking think, point I is. I think what the, that's what this year has done. It's put a lot of people into perspective. You know, Seb's kind of talked about that after he was told he wasn't getting Ferrari. He kind of mentioned a wee bit about like being at home, and uh, it made people think was he going to retire. You know, Total Wills touched on it as well as another reason why he's not committing to the team principal's job. This gap from March to July. Where people were at home around the families made people realise. I think, like, wait a minute, you know, a wee bit of perspective. That's probably why I'm a bit surprised that Kimmy stayed on. Uh, yeah. But it's certainly put in a bit of perspective. A wee quick shout out to uh, Jamie Chadwick, who's just been announced as a driver whoop, whoop. for the new Extreme E yeah. Uh, yeah, Championship starting next year. He's, uh, I can't remember, is it Team Velos or Velos? I can't pronounce it. I, I've been destroying pronouncing things. Uh, so yeah, that's the young uh, British. She's driving in for F four somewhere, I think Formula Four or Formula Three. I think yeah. and she's in. She's, I, I she's still she... doing the the W series next year. I can't remember. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. Uh, she... Is she still doing that, or because yeah, that she... was one of her famous ones? Yeah, she was doing W series, wasn't she, in uh, two thousand and nineteen? I think this year, if it was going to happen, I don't know if it happened though. No, um, it didn't. No. Um, no, they cancelled it. She's, she was driving in the Formula 3 Asian Championship last year and this year. Uh, right, okay. But the, only, the reason I'm not sure about the W Series was I wasn't sure if they had the like the F2 rule that the winner couldn't retain, the, you know, couldn't 
keep stay if mm-hmm. they won the championship. Uh, but I'm not sure if they've reversed that or they've changed it. Uh, he's driving in the 2020 Formula Regional European Championship this year. Uh, I can't see anything on what I'm looking at, whether or not she's doing... But congratulations to her for getting that seat in the Extreme E anyway, yeah. and I'm sure it'll be an exciting thing for her to partake in. Hmm. So I think I think we've pretty much uh, come to the end of uh, the the video. Oh, um, we, and one we... other thing. Oh. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely putting it on mute. Definitely putting it on mute. Uh, yeah. So that's the end of uh, of our, our talk this evening. Thank you very much for jo- uh, joining us live. If you did do that, we are turning this into a podcast too. So if you're listening to us uh, on the podcast, thank you very much for tuning in to the Everything F1 podcast. Um, We will be having more. We'll have a a, a review of the race at Bahrain, hopefully next week uh, on Wednesday. And we'll see you soon. Thank you very much to my cohorts, uh, Sponge, Gary and Coops. Thanks very much for being here. Please don't forget to to donate to the Moes. We're doing this. We're looking like absolute pillocks. So you can just give us a couple (laughs) of quid uh, towards the charity for November uh, and Thank you. Well, we'll thank you in advance if you do do that. So thank you very much. Thank you very thanks much. For all the questions thanks for tuning as well, in. Folks. Thanks for all the questions. Thanks for joining us. Uh, and thanks for uh, Joe in the comments, obviously answering any co- uh, questions that we might not have covered uh, live during the show. But thank you very much, everyone, and we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Cheers, bye bye. Bye.